the brutal killing of a young black woman and a tweet about white privilege. Hmm. You on the road. Thank you for joining us on the road. Reviews, opinions, and discussions. I'm Bruce. And I'm Rasan. And once again, thank you for joining us today. And remember, as always, we want to hear from you. So you can reach us on the web at joinusontheroad.com and also on our social media at The Road Podcast. So feel free to like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Definitely. You'll be able to find all of the uh, podcast media that we're available on. And uh, a bit of exciting news this week is that we are now on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. We're there, finally. Yeah. The holy grail of uh, podcast media. <laughs> so we, um, we're we very excited about that. So all you Apple users, uh, welcome to the road. Uh, we hope you enjoy this show. Amen. So Enjoy. Sit back and and just enjoy the show with us, people. Yeah. we Now, today, we have a, a bit of a serious topic at hand. Uh tragic incident took place as you heard in the beginning of the episode here uh, a young woman 18 years old her name was nia wilson and she was brutally stabbed to death at the bay area at an oakland macarthur bart station in yeah. california and this yeah. happened on a sunday night july 22nd mm-hmm. uh, she was allegedly killed by john lee cowell who's a 27-year-old white male who's also a parole felon. So, I mean, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's a tragic situation, it really you is. know, without a doubt in, in, in our minds. And, and, and I would definitely say, first of all, that our hearts Absolutely. And our prayers go out to the family of Neil Wilson and also to all the families who have lost children through senseless inner city violence. But maybe they just weren't important enough for the news media to cover, for the politicians to address, or for some Hollywood personality to tweet about. Mm. And, you know, I got to tell you, you know, when I, I look at this whole story mm-hmm. and I look at the the, the tweet as yeah. well I, I do have uh, some issues with all of this yeah now looking at the story I have an issue with yeah, the media coverage with the covers for and, sure and, and the media coverage to me I, I mean let's face it let me just bring you up to this and you probably already know well the Bay News area news station and that station was um KTW, no, KTVU, is that the station? That's a Fox 2 station, as a matter of fact. They aired a photo on the New Day broadcast on July 23rd of the victim holding what appeared to be a gun by her face with the barrel Mm -hmm. pointing upward. Yeah. Now, the, the news team grabbed the photo from one of her social media accounts. Out of all the photos. Out of all the photos. I mean, think about it. Yeah. 
think about it, man. Out of all the photos that they had to choose from, because I've seen several different ones, yeah. and I haven't even visited this young lady's social media profile, and I've already seen several just from the coverage. So there, there was no shortage of options. And you know, yeah. some of those, some of those photos probably came from my social media sites Absolutely. that were posted online anyway. Absolutely. So you know, they probably had a plethora of pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how many young people, man? Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. how much do you post up yeah. on post yeah. pictures on your? On, I'm on not your even page, a big social. Media person, yeah. I post up. You know, I, I've got several <laughs> selfies on mine on my page. Exactly. You know, so I mean, you got to think for you know a young woman like you know she's probably in, you know very into the social media. You, you got to be exactly. sure that there's but several you, options. Eighteen years several old. Several options out there. Yeah, so you know she's going to have a lot of pictures yeah. out there. But what do they? Do? Several flattering options. Exactly. You know. Uh, you know. What do they do? Do all the pictures they see. They go and they picked that particular picture and they aired it on the mm. newscast that day. You know, I, I mean, I have a problem with this because to me, all that does is reinforce the stereotypical bias people have regarding inner city blacks, man. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a big problem. And we've seen this happen time and time again. Uh, and there, there's a reason, I think, why there was such a backlash about this issue. And it's it not was. The first it time was. that, uh, you know, a black person has had their a picture put on you know media on the media of them that was not flattering you know of the victim of a crime but there's a mug shot up or you know somebody got killed but there's a, a picture of them holding guns up and we all know what the optics of that leads to and, and you know the, the sad part about it is you know when you think about it I mean most of the news media outlets have a way of depicting inner city black Americans in a bad light absolutely I mean I mean they do it anyway don't they yeah. and there are examples of that I yeah. mean first of all they only do heavy news coverages if it's a seemingly racially yeah. motivated yeah. killing you gotta, you gotta fit the, the parameters exactly. you know? then they, <laughs> they roll it out or how about when it's a white cop mm-hmm. involved in killing a black man absolutely yeah they, then they when that happens man news coverage yeah when that, that happens mm-hmm. They roll out the heavyweights, Yeah, they're coming out like gangbusters, <laughs> you know I mean? man. I mean, the you news know. media outlets come from all over, man. From all over. And they roll into that town, roll into that hood mm-hmm. like gangbusters, you know, focusing days yeah. on all the negativity and the violence taking place yeah. in that particular community. Yeah, and it's interesting because it is, it's a, I mean, they, they take a very microscopic look at uh, what's going on in that particular community. And then they seem to mostly interview people who are, you know, at the moment all hyped up, you know, and helping to excite the Tell violence. it, brother. Tell it. And while they rant and rave into the microphone, using at times what's like profanity-riddled, incoherent sentences, uh, you know, and this is what's blasted out to the nation. This is what what's blasted out internationally as the image of uh, you know black communities, inner city communities. I mean, you 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 just slam the nail right through the board, and 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 meanwhile, what are they doing? They're 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 ignoring for the most part the larger number of peaceful residents in the neighborhood. I mean, the people who are who are there, just trying to live, trying to survive. The people who are against all the violence against all the rioting in the first place. Mm-hmm. These are people that want to see a, a peaceful outcome mm-hmm. in their neighborhoods. Yeah. But yet still, there's the news media showing up, 
showing this day after day, the riots, the interviewing people who yeah. are really bad representations of the overall community. But I don't think the news media really cares. Mm -hmm. No. Nah, and, and what does, what it, does do? it do? What does it do? Exactly. <laughs> what does it do? <laughs> All it's going to do is just reinforce a strong negative bias towards pretty much all inner city black Americans, if not all of them, period. Um, I mean, man, look, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and, and most times, I know for a fact, mm -hmm. from talking to people, when you talk to people about certain areas, boy, they get a quiver. Yeah. I mean, they, they get a quiver, mm -hmm. man. Sure do. You know what I mean? I mean, I crying out loud, yeah. man. You start talking about something, like, you yeah. know, meet me out in Philadelphia or in such yeah. such an area. Yeah. People, I'm, and and I mean, black people sometimes and white people, they be mm -hmm. quivering as well mm -hmm. because I mean, the people have this preconceived notion mm -hmm. based on those communities and what yeah. the people in the communities are like. Oh, they just, uh, 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 they burn and they loot, they, they destroy mm -hmm. their neighborhood, they burn mm -hmm. things down, they're violent. But, you know, that couldn't be any far from the truth. Yeah. The fact is, I believe without a doubt, and yeah. I know you do too. Absolutely. The majority of these violent inner city ghettos are inhabited by hardworking law abiding American citizens. Yeah. And these folks are just simply trying to make the best That's out of a it. bad situation. Yeah. Going to work, working their job, trying to scrape their money together, buy food, take care of their families. That's it, man. That's all they're trying to yeah. do. And all the youths are not in those communities, are not these bad youths that you mm -hmm. that they want to just hide in, in the dark and jump you. Right, so the media helps to set this particular tone. Absolutely. When it comes down to these stereotypes, yeah. because they show that over and over, yeah. and they're showing for days. Yeah, yeah, and this is not this is nothing new. This is has been going on for decades, maybe centuries. You know, really, um, that the image of Black Americans has always been skewed and tarnished in the media. It has been. It's it's nothing new. Yeah, it, it's I mean. Not. Meanwhile, you have, you know, black people living in the inner city in uh, poor neighborhoods across America, and they're being killed on a regular basis. That's right. And um, while all this is going on, you have these liberal politicians in Washington and liberals on the streets who are protesting and attacking conservatives over, you know, some children who are being separated from their families after illegally crossing the border. But, I mean, we have problems at home that we have to deal with. Yeah, and, and I think there's a—and I think you agree with me. And if, if you don't, you know, just say it, speak it out. But I believe that the majority of Americans want the children safe. Absolutely. And they want them with their actual mm -hmm. families. Yeah. And that might not be the people that brought them over. They want them with their actual families. You that's know what I mean? Point. And I think we, we touched on this on a previous episode. Yeah. So, uh, guys, if you want to uh, go back to, uh, I believe it was episode, was that episode two, I think? I think it was episode, episode we, we two. We talked about that. And you guys can get a, a better feel for yeah. our stance on that. 
And, and, and you know, I, I believe this without a doubt, mm-hmm. that the majority of Americans want to see that happen. Absolutely. We need to do something about the yeah. situation. But, 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 but the truth of the matter is, while people are protesting and railing and going up and down the street yelling and screaming and, 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 and the, 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 the liberal left is freaking all over the place, mm-hmm. this is a problem only the Congress can fix. Absolutely. And, and, and they can fix it by simply changing the law. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, the liberal politicians don't seem to want to do that. Yeah. They just want to continue to do what they're doing. Instead, they seem seems as though what they're trying to do is is take these children and use them like pawns yes. yeah. for their Absolutely. own political agenda. Absolutely. And, and see, I, to me, that that to me is um, something that I when I see that it it really it makes me feel bad for the children who are being used in that way. But it also makes me think like, what what type of person? would try to use a you know a child in that manner i mean yeah. it it just doesn't you know it, it it doesn't seem it doesn't look good to me that's it, all i know it doesn't, it doesn't look, look good, good to me at all <clears throat> and these are i think that these are things that you gotta you have to ask you got to talk about it you have to ask yourself these questions i yeah. mean well, what's really going on here exactly why is this why is so much being talked about but nothing's being done not not a thing. You can rant and rave and speak and whip everybody up into a frenzy over it, and then everybody goes home, and there's, there's no meaningful or purposeful action taken. Yeah, there, there is the issue to a res- resolution. And, and and you can't prove to me, from what I'm saying, that they want to do anything about it. They just want to keep holding this up, beating into the ground, yeah. trying to push an agenda, mm-hmm. trying to push their platform. Yeah. And it's right. In the meantime, it's not just not right. Mm-hmm. But in the it's meantime, right. while all of you liberals, including politicians out there and the news media, while you continue to cold heartedly ignore the plight of American children who have been and continue to be wounded and killed in the war torn, violent black inner city ghettos, neighborhoods across the country, mm-hmm. you continue to do nothing what are you doing mm-hmm. there's a passage in, 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 the, in the Bible that says charity or love mm-hmm. or interpreted love love begins at home and spreads abroad mm-hmm. now the truth of the matter is we want to be humane Absolutely. to all people yeah. especially the children mm-hmm. But we got to look out for our own as well. And at this time, I don't really see politicians. I don't see liberals Mm -hmm. looking out for American children at this point in time. I don't see it been happening. Instead, they they continue to do what? What they always do. And what's that? Mm -hmm. Nothing, man. I mean, all you got to do is take a look at, um, you know, a lot of your uh, long-term you know, states and cities that have been, you know, democratically controlled or more liberal minded. And you look at uh, the progress or lack of progress. Um, <laughs> I like the in, lack in of the progress city areas. You know, I mean, some some of you guys live in those areas. And I mean, you you can see you look around you and you can see, yeah. you know, the poverty hasn't changed. Um, you know, people, they'll they'll put these numbers out on the screen about, you know, how you know, unemployment is down and it's down the third. But I mean, look around you. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to look 
up and down the street or to drive through the neighborhood and see that, man, people really aren't doing much better. But the thing of it is, those most of those neighborhoods that are war-torn are in the hands of liberals. Uh, absolutely. You know what I mean? That'd be an unemployment if style. That's mm-hmm. a fact. I mean, we can argue with, with the numbers. Yeah. But by the same token, let's move on to the reality here yeah. that those aspect. neighborhoods yeah. that are suffering, they're suffering because the, the politicians continue to do what they've done for years. Yeah. And that is absolutely nothing mm-hmm. is what they do. In the meantime, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, you look at some of these cities. The problem continues yeah. on, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, the but... The killing continues on. Yeah, it does, but, you know. but you know what? That's black killing blacks. Yeah, there you go. That's not a high priority, man. Just a sweet You know, I mean, I mean, that's how it would seem, doesn't it? That's how it looks, man. Blacks, that's blacks, killing blacks they'll don't take, seem to be a very high priority on the politicians' list. And even all liberals out there in the street screaming and chanting all the time about save the children, mm-hmm. save the children, children being, but, it's, but let me tell you something, yeah. children being separated in the inner cities. Absolutely. Children All the are time, being separated from their families, going into you know foster care. Children are being separated from their families permanently when their parent gets gunned down. In the That's street. right. You know when their parent gets incarcerated. You know that it, it's going on, and I mean it's going on in you know cities in America that are you know like war zones. I mean you got you know Detroit, Michigan, yeah. Baltimore, Maryland. How about Camden, New Jersey? Camden. Tennessee, Memphis. Oh yeah, Philadelphia, Philly. Right <laughs> up there. I mean, come on, man. And don't forget, yeah, Washington, yeah. DC, man, DC, where where you guys work every day. Mm-hmm. Look at out so, there. I mean, I think uh, in, in Chicago, man, they they it's getting bad down there. Too. I mean, but 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 it's but but, but, but even but even look at California. Yeah. Now the truth of the matter the matter is yeah, you. you that's a big state. Yeah. There are a lot of state. cities in that yeah. state, man. And there are a lot of impoverished, poor cities that are in trouble in the California area. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just named just a few, but there's a yeah. list of them. Oakland and, and Compton and Stockton mm-hmm. to just name a just few. A, just a few. Yeah. And then to get back to what you were saying about Chicago, come on, man. I yeah. mean, look what's happening in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's bad there, man. It's so bad that people... Don't let their children outside to play for fear of their lives. That's right. I mean, when you have, when you get to the point where you have community activists, right? Like community activists are calling for the mayor. Was it uh, Emmanuel, right? Rahm Emanuel. I mean, they're calling for the mayor to to resign. They don't want him to attend the anti-violence meetings. And they're asking the president to send out the National Guard. It's bad. You're getting to that point. You're beyond bad. That's that's beyond bad. Bad is like, is. you know, crime is up and you know, <laughs> you got a point. Jobs are down. That's bad. Like when when you're re- when your citizens are requesting the national guard. That's I don't know what word to apply to that, man, but that, you know, I mean, that isn't enough. The murder rate up the murder rate out there is so high. It is mind blowing. You think it's a third world country where, mm-hmm. where, where, where uh, some kind of coup is happening and people are trying to take over. I mean, it this is just right that here bad. In it, it, right is right here in America. In our borders. Right here in America. And these are things that are going on. When you're asking the mayor to step down mm-hmm. and we don't want you to show up at our meeting, mm-hmm. 
Doesn't that tell him something? But you know what? Rahm Emanuel's, you know what he's concerned about, don't you? He's all concerned about immigrants. He wants to bring immigrants all into Chicago. He wants to look after, but the man is ignoring his own people. The constituents, Mm -hmm. the people that he took an oath to look out for, to care for, Mm -hmm. and to protect, he's ignoring them altogether. Yeah, he's almost like he's washing his hands of them. Yeah, pretty much, because right now he cares about one thing. I can't help these guys, so we're going to get these immigrants. I'm I'm busy with the immigrants right now. Y'all black people keep on dying out there. Y'all black children, y'all keep on getting shot. Black babies, because you know right now, I got my mission, my mission. I, I hope I hope his mission isn't like what um, Maxine Waters was the yeah. call from God. Yeah, and we don't want to get into that topic. That yeah. was that was straight up lunacy. Yeah, but he doesn't seem to care about the people that actually voted to put him in office. And you want to know something? To me, that's a problem. Yeah, but then there's another part of this whole thing that's bothering me too yeah yeah you know what we talked about in the open well you got a lot of you know when when issues like this happen a lot of celebrities want to kind of throw their hat in the ring and give their two cents one in particular um, yeah i think there was one one in particular that got a lot of uh, an actress attention Anne hathaway yeah and her message for white people now i'm gonna i'm gonna read what's here from her, as a matter of fact, I got my screen up right here, and I have it right here on my screen. Yeah, pull that up, man. So, yeah, this, this was a um, an interesting uh, an interesting is. quote. It's a lot to uh, you know. Yeah. I think if you really read it, interesting tweet. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's a lot to you know. There's some things to digest there. There's a lot to digest here. <laughs> so here's what she says. This is her tweet. And this is from Anne Hathaway. So, um, actress Anne Hathaway um, dedicated an Insta, in, I'm sorry, Instagram post to the young black woman while condemning those who take comfort in their white privilege when racial attacks like this occur. And here's her little quote. White people, including me, including you, must take into the marrow of our privileged bones the truth that all black people fear for their lives daily in America and have done so for generations. I mean, she's, these are in caps, all black people, daily, and they've done this for generations, these are all caps. This is what she wrote. And she goes on to say, white people do not have equivalents for this fear of violence. Given those givens, we must ask our white selves, how decent are we really? Not in our intent, but in our actions, in our lack of action. Now, you gotta help me here, man, because yeah. I, I'm 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 kind of struggling with with, yeah. with with what she said and 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 this message of hers. Well, I, I think that the the question here that we need to ask ourselves, you know, with this statement is, this was a a, a black woman that got brutally stabbed. How does white privilege fit into this? I mean, th- this is a man. This is this was clearly a, a crime of opportunity, and 
you know, seems to be racially motivated. Yeah. Um, but, but I guess because he was white, direct the narrative towards white privilege seems to be a strange avenue to take. I mean, <laughs> if you want to talk about racism, if you want to talk about, you know, white people targeting African Americans specifically to, you know, for violence, I mean, that's a that's another conversation. But to direct the narrative towards white privilege seems like in, a in this move. context. Yeah. How I mean, look, I'm I'm, trying, I'm not sure yeah. how aware this came from. I'm not even sure why she gave that to me yeah. ridiculous message to white people in this situation. And I, I in my opinion. I think the message was ridiculous. I, I, I don't know. Sometimes white liberals, they blow my mind mm -hmm. the way they the way they see things and yeah. and all this the, all all this white privilege talk that's going on right now. So how does white privilege fit into this? Yeah. I mean, I can understand it. Yeah. Can, I mean, can I, you understand I, it? Yeah, I, I don't get it. And you know, also the statement that. All black people live. Oh, say it again. All black people fear for their lives daily. Um, you know, to me, that's another uh, strange and have done so in a, and and have done so for generations. Yeah, so, all black folks fear for their life daily in America, yeah. man. Are you scared, man? I, right, I can tell you right now, I'm not scared at all. <laughs> I'm no, I'm not I'm scared. Not most of fear. most of the black folks I know aren't scared. Yeah. And haven't been afraid for generations. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I don't even know how could she come up with this. Yeah. Uh, look. So I think it, it's you know it's 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 one of those things where I think there was one thing in there that she said which was true, which is that you know that lack of perspective you know what she doesn't have, and so it makes it hard to you know when, when so you want to try to understand and you know i think she missed the mark on this one i do think i, I don't think she missed the mark yeah. i know she missed the mark <laughs> yeah, and most and missed most black people she, i talk to yeah. I um wasn't, I, wasn't I, I even i even know some yeah. some white people that feel she missed the mark yeah. on, on this one when she got out here mm -hmm. and she decided that she was going to blast out this particular instagram yeah. in this situation which i can understand but but yeah. but let but let me give you a truth mm -hmm. i'm gonna give you a truth as a black man in america all black people do not fear for their lives daily in America. Do not fear for their lives daily. As you said, it is not a given. That is your opinion formed from where, I don't know where you got the idea from, but it's, to me, it is totally off the wall. But i tell you one thing. We do live in a state. Mm -hmm. We live in a state of wide-eyed reality about America. Mm -hmm. And we also live in what I call situational awareness when it comes to our surroundings. Absolutely. Being aware of what's around us Absolutely. and being aware of what's going on. That's it. And that's the reality. There's a difference between the two. So there's a that's difference a big between difference. living in constant fear and being aware of your situation. Exactly. You know, and I think that's the... And everybody uh, should be aware of the situation. Absolutely, everybody take, should be. Take your headphones off. Look around you when you walk down the street. Be aware of what's going on, mm -hmm. what's going on out here.
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, isn't that important to do? It's, it's I, very I, important. I try to tell people, mm-hmm. get your head out your phone, look around. Mm-hmm. But I, but but I tell you one thing. I tell you this, man. One thing that that I know for sure, and I can say this. Yeah. Now there are those who may be living in fear. Yeah, absolutely. And that's those African Americans, those black Americans who are living in those violent inner city ghettos all across America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now they have fear. Yeah. They fear for the lives of their children every single day. Yeah. I mean, they're not even safe at times, even in ho- in their own homes. I mean, how many stories have you heard about a straight bullet coming and striking somebody while they're sitting in their own home, minding their own business? You know and what? I, in July, yeah. there was a nine-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. She was in bed sleep. Sleeping, yeah. I heard I remember that story. Stray bullet. Yeah. Through the wall and killed her in her bed. Yeah. That's now that's people living in those communities, oh, yeah. Yeah. they are living in fear while folks are shooting out there mm-hmm. using illegal, illegal firearms, y'all. Mm-hmm. In the streets, they they don't use legal stuff, they're using illegal firearms. Yeah. Now those folks even fear for their children going to school. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They don't know what's going to happen on the way to school, and they're afraid of what's going to happen while they're in school. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you a question. How many names can you name of just a few of the many black children and teens who have been senselessly killed as a result of inner city violence in America? You said name them. Say the name. How many names can you name? How many names can you say? Or do you really care? Mm-hmm. It seems to me, unless it's a media hype story, unless it's, a hashtag. Unless it's black on white thing, yeah. it doesn't seem to really matter. Yeah. And jump into this whole thing with that particular Instagram tweet to me was totally out of place. It was ridiculous. And it made no sense. We're not scared black folks, scared of white people, or scared of anything else. We're living in America, trying to survive. Mm-hmm. But in those cities that we name, and as well as others, there are African Americans, there are black people who are living in fear in those Absolutely. violent yeah. communities. But you know, I'm gonna tell you what I think, man. Lay it on me, brother. I think that uh, all of this white privilege rhetoric, all it does is really distract from the real issues in our black inner city ghetto neighborhoods. It does. So, what do you think, America? What do you think? We're going to end on that word. I think that's a good way to end right there. Mm-hmm. Till next time. We'll see you on the road. Peace. Peace. Peace.